what's up, everyone? Thanks for joining me on Real Talk NFT. I'm your host, Brian, and we have a really special guest here for you today. It's Sam Huber, who's the CEO of LandVault. LandVault's a, a really unique company. It's a complete tech stack where you can build, you can deploy, you can monetize within a virtual world. They're actually coining that as the 3D internet. Sam, awesome to have you here. How you been? Thanks for having me. I've been doing really, really well. Great. Well, let's jump into it a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your background in blockchain, crypto, NFTs. I, I don't know a lot about like your background, so I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, um, I've actually been in the crypto space, I guess, for almost 10 years now. Uh, bought my first Bitcoin back in 2013 and I think Ethereum 2018, 2017. So very, very early. But at the time, it was mainly, uh, you know, passive, passive investment. Um, I remember buying on websites like Mongox and, you know, there were some horror stories and uh, at the back of that. And when people say that Web3 is unsafe, you should have seen it, you know, 10 years ago. That was that was another level. Um, so that was, you know, something I was always interested in and um, always wanted to be a part of it. But I, I didn't really know necessarily how, how big it was going to get. It just felt like an interesting thing to play with. And on the side, I was working on a gaming company which um, kind of evolved through times and, and eventually became, became LandVault. And uh, I think what's really exciting now is we can see that the two trends, one side is gaming, gaming technologies like Unity, Unreal, real-time 3D engines, and then the blockchain are converging. And that convergence is really where, for us, we call that the 3D internet. I think this is where the, where the magic happens, where you can have a, a richer um, internet with 3D content, but that is all powered by, by the blockchain and therefore enables the ability for creators to truly own their content and, and run a fair internet. So that's the, that's the part where, you know, we're just, I guess, scratching the surface, but LandVault is really operating at the intersection of these two, uh, two companies. So, yeah, you've been in crypto from the early days. Uh, I was actually mining Bitcoin. It, it wasn't very successful, overworked, uh, Overworked a hard drive, lost my private keys. I was mining it in uh, 2012, 2013. I contributed to losing a fair amount of Bitcoin and got a little frustrated. But when people talk about how like difficult it is to onboard a new user, which I'm very sympathetic to because... I've onboarded a lot of new people. I'm like, you should have saw it five or 10 years ago. It was like we were just clicking buttons. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I think if you bought more than a thousand dollars back then, it was it was pure gambling, right? You would put put your yeah. card details in a, a terrible website and not really understand what you would get back. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the industry has come a long way when you when you see that for sure. All right, just kind of getting back to Land Vault. I think it's a really cool project. Um, I, I've actually done some before we were meeting here. Obviously, I looked through it, but I actually have seen this. Um, uh, you know, through my due diligence, I've I've recognized your company and really think it's an awesome product. Could you, you know, go one inch deep and tell us all about it and why it's uh, beneficial to our uh, audience? Yeah, I give you a little bit of a history so you you understand how how we came up with the the stack and the strategy. So. The story actually started under a different name uh, called Admix. That's the that was the first name of the company back in 2018. Uh, it was still in the video game industry, and I was just basically on the back of uh, creating my own indie game studio. And we had some successes selling some of our top games, but also a lot of crappy game ideas that didn't go anywhere. But what I realized through that uh, experience was 
the need for tools for creators to monetize the content in better ways. And we came up with um, a concept to make advertising better. Because if you've seen how advertising works in most games, those are those terrible intrusive ads on top of the phone where you know you end up seeing the ad, you can't play the game and it interrupts your play and you end up spending more time looking at the ad than playing the game. So our idea at the time was, what if ads could actually become part of the content, like a product placement? So if you are playing a football game, the ads around the stadium could be real-time advertising that would be relevant to you. It's part of the experience, but it's also an ad. So it's real estate that the game developer could monetize. And this is where we started having this idea that those virtual spaces, this virtual real estate is valuable if you have millions and millions of users. It doesn't matter if it's virtual. It's still a place where brands could you know, uh, pay you to, to be there or you could run transactions. So it's when we started having this idea that virtual real estate was valuable. So that's the company. That was the company at the time. We were partnering with games on one side and partnering with brands on the other side and basically become a a market maker or a marketplace to basically uh, enable brands to place their logos or their um, products in the space that those games had. And at the peak, we had about 700 games, mainly mobile games who were really trying to monetize. Um, we built a complete SDK for creators where they could simply identify areas of the game they wanted to sell and so on. So that was purely gaming. And then, you know, the blockchain wave kind of caught us and then Facebook rebranded into Meta and all these events mean that we, we had a lot of demands from our clients, the brands, the, you know, McDonald's, the Coca-Cola and so on to do more than just place their product in a game. But they wanted us to build complete experiences from them for them for, from scratch, which is what they could see in Roblox, in Sandbox, in Decentraland. They wanted the metaverse. They just didn't want only yeah. games. And so after a few months of deciding, you know, are we, are we following this trend? Um, we basically realized that even though the metaverse was, you know, a, a pretty, I guess, risky, it was, a, it, was a, it was a buzzword at the time. We knew that. We didn't know how long it would sustain. But we still saw that beyond the buzzword, there was real value in, in basically advancing our vision. Um, the first step being just place an ad in a game. The second step is create an entire experience that is fun, that is engaging, but that is still operated by a brand. So it's the ultimate ad in a way, because it's not an ad, it's an experience, but it still mm-hmm. you know, ties to the, to the brand. So instead of just saying, buy this, it's like, have a good time, spend your time doing this, unlock rewards. By the way, remember that this is created by Nike or whatever. So that was for us an advancement in the vision. And so we decided to still keep the tech that we had at AdMix, which was this product placement technology, but then build around it, not just be this monetization platform, but has all the other tools that creators would need to first build the content, then deploy it, make it super easy to access on the web, um, having analytics, reporting, basically becoming this entire suite of tools that a creator would need to build a 3D experience. Because our vision is that there will be a time in the next couple of years where having a 3D experience would be as common as having a presence on Instagram or, you know, uh, have a website, which was the, which was the, what happened, you know, 20 years ago. And what made that possible was the tools, the WordPress, the Google ads, you know, those, those tools that made it really easy for anyone to just 
start and having their own presence or starting taking payment with Stripe or Shopify. You don't need to spend millions building a website anymore. You can just immediately start selling things. So that tech stack did not exist for 3D. And this is basically what Landvold wants to build. So that's kind of how the story changed over time. It's, the vision is still the same. It's like 3D worlds, 3D real estate is important and would be more and more important. But over time, we decided to build more and more tools. And today, really interestingly, we found that the, the early adopters of those tools are in the Middle East. Uh, this is why I'm based in Dubai. We work oh, a lot yeah. with the government here. Saudi, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, they love to promote their region. They love to promote you know, what they are building, the new real estate development and so on to the rest of the world. And they found that 3D experiences are just one of the best ways to do that. So, so that's the whole journey. And it took us pretty far from where we started. But at the same time, the fundamentals are still the same. And it's really all about that, the, the growth of this, you know, the 3Dification of, of the internet, uh, which has started with gaming and now is going even beyond that. Yeah, I love to see how you guys are seems like extremely sharp and you can pivot to like where the where the um, industry is going. You know, you, you call it out like metaverse is a buzzword, but you see overall like a 3D world or I love the term 3D Internet that you call it um, is it, going to only be beneficial to big brands and anybody that wants to, you know, have an immersive experience for their customer moving forward. So it's really cool that you're, you're helping people build this and be able to deploy it. So you say, so is there no code necessary? Um, it, it's pretty simple for the average person to build. How, how's it, how's the uh, integral details work there? Yeah, that's a good question. We try to keep it as simple as possible in terms of integration, but we also realize that to build amazing, 3D experiences, it's really difficult to go and to make it and to really simplify it. Um, so we made a decision not to reinvent the wheel. There are two amazing tools for creating 3D content. You might have guessed it's Unity and Unreal. They basically control you know 95% of the market or something. Um, so going against those would make no sense from our perspective. And I'm pretty convinced that the 3D internet will be basically run by these two companies um, because the, the tools that they have is just, is just amazing. And so instead of rebuilding that, we are building extensions and SDKs and tools to simplify the build um, or accelerate things, for example, using generative AI, but always on top of those two engines. So we, we, part, we, you know, we use those engines as partners and then we build extensions on top of that. But we do have, um, other part of the stack, for example, the deployment where normally to deploy a, a, a metaverse experience or a game, you, it's, it's, it's fairly complex. You need to build an app. You need to submit it to the store. And that's okay if it's a, a game that consumers are going to spend hours and hours playing. They're willing to download the app and spend time on it. But if it's an experience that is a brand experience, you might spend maybe an hour on it. Getting people to download an app for a shorter experience is, is a lot of work. And we know how mm -hmm. difficult and saturated the app store is. So from our perspective, it needs to be on the web. This is how the metaverse or the 3D internet will be democratized and everyone will have access to it. It would be a link, just like you go to realtalknft.com or any website, um, you'll be able to go to that, but you'll be immersed into a 3D experience. But it's still on the browser. It's the tool that you know. You don't need to download anything new. 
And to make that work is fairly difficult because as we know, the browser doesn't really, it's not really made for 3D. So we have built tools here where instead of spending hours and hours on Amazon to deploy your content and geolocalize it and make sure it's always optimized based on where you are in the world, all of that is taken care of by our system. You basically connect your 3D files and you get a link and that link is immediately playable. So there are bits like this that are no code completely and there are some that are closer to the creation where you still need to be an expert. I mean, you still need to know what you're doing. Um, and I think this is, you know, this is true on the traditional internet today. You can do things in WordPress, but generally you can spot those websites, um, you know, from, from a, a little far that they're not built in a custom way. And that's okay. There's an internet for, for professionals. There's for, for, you know, amateurs is, it's totally fine. I think um, when it comes to 3D, it's going to be it's going to be the same concept. Um, and if you really want the best of the best, and our client being big corporations do, um, they're going to need to rely on on pretty advanced game engines. Yeah, yeah. Just just looking at just looking at your website, it it, it just feels like your entire uh, platform has a little bit different vibe to it um, in in a good way. Uh, tell me the difference, or like really our audience, the difference between what you're doing at Land Vault and the larger metaverses out there, like the Decentraland and Sandbox. What's the big difference between Land Vault and those two major players? Yeah, so it's really completely different in the sense that we're not a, a platform trying to attract um, creators to build in in one space. Uh, we don't have land. We're not selling land. We're just technology. So if you are a, a government or a big brand and you want to create your own virtual world, you might want a presence in those platforms that you mentioned. But generally, and we see that more and more, brands want to actually own the content and have it on their website. Um, it's basically the same as do you want to have your own website where you can control the content, you can monetize everything, you can sell your product, or do you want to run your business from Facebook or another social media platform? So we see the platforms that you mentioned as, you know, um, own and operated kind of walled gardens, a bit like social media. And what we're building is the 3D internet, which is open. Everyone should be able to own their own piece of content, monetize it the way you want. So we just give you the tools to do that, to create your own 3D world, put it on your own website, then you own everything there. Whereas the other platforms are saying, come to our wall garden. Um, it's called the Sandbox. It's called Decentraland. This is your land in our platform. Come build here. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there is space for both, by the way. We own a lot of land. We've been talking about land. Obviously, land is not... You know, it's been up and down, but I, I still think there is value in owning that real estate. It comes back to that concept of real estate in the virtual world. If the platforms become popular, having access to the best location would give you a huge amount of traffic. But I think a lot of that traffic will be sent to the white label uh, solution that, you know, the, the kind of technology that we are building. Because eventually, brands and clients will want to have more control and not just be limited and living within someone else's garden, but actually have that, that concept of, of 3D internet, which should be open. So that's the main difference. We provide technology and we're not you know, selling uh, land or asking for um, people to, to come and, and spend time in our own ecosystem. They are just tools that they can use to build their own worlds and then take care of that themselves. 
Very cool. Yeah, it's a truly customizable experience for every brand or whoever wants to get involved. It's not like you're pigeonholed into like voxels or anything along those lines. So um, tell me about some of the use cases you see for Land Vault. I understand like the Decentraland and the sandbox with gaming in just like a place to almost like meet up in the virtual world. I hear about like concerts, but I saw on your website just some I thought some of the most interesting use cases were real estate and how you could look at real estate real time. I would love for you to be able to touch on that because I think it's really interesting for the audience. Yeah, real estate, urban development. um, Those are actually some of the biggest use cases. I would say that this is pretty typical to where we are, right? So I'm based in in Dubai and we do a lot of business in the Middle East across Qatar, Saudi and, and so on. And, you know, those countries are developing really, really fast. They, they are building a lot of physical real estate. Uh, as you said, stadium, it could be, you know, just residential or amazing parks and things. And, um, they see that the 3D internet is a way for them to first visualize that before it's built. Cause some of those projects are ongoing for three, four, five years. What is the best way to show an investor or a future consumer or someone you want to sell a unit to? how this thing is going to look like. You can do renders. It's 2D. It's just a a static picture. Or you can send people a link and they can literally have a feel for what it would be to walk in that space. And it's the same with uh, urban development if you're building a a complete city, for example. So um, this is really the main use case. It's still marketing, but it's really more like a, a tourism type of marketing where you you're trying to showcase what you have built uh, at a government level and try to attract potential consumers, potential visitors, investors through through that. So those are the biggest projects that we have by far, uh, generally at the government level. And um, and I think it's it makes sense. It's just a, it's just a new channel that those countries have understood they could leverage. That go, you know, we we started with pictures, then we had videos, and that is the next step. It's a three D experience. You are literally inside the content. So to me, this is a, a natural evolution of having more and more immersive content to promote things. Um, and, um, and I think that's why we're, we're super bullish on the 3D internet generally. Yeah, it's, it looks great. Your graphics are, are outstanding. It, it really kind of speaks to me. And in the real, I don't know why, like I see tons of use cases on your website, but the real estate just seems to really like click for me. Even do you see it like being an advantage as like for the retail customer? Like, you know, like Zillow, you can like tour a house in 3D. But when you do it, I just bought a house recently a year ago and it was like every room felt different, really couldn't figure out the size. And I even t- remember telling my wife, I was like, man, I wish it was like a, w-. it was far where we were buying it. I was like, I wish there was a way for me to like see this better. This is cool, but it, it doesn't, it like you're on Google maps trying to get a look at it. Is that a path you see as like a retail real estate um, could go down? Uh, that's one, that's definitely one of the use case for sure. I mean, you know, it's, again, it's all about that concept of having a richer internet or a way to um, be able to see how things would be like. I think there's, there's a lot of things that we do on the internet, which doesn't need 3d, like going onto your banking app and transferring money to a friend. You know, you you can have a couple of fields. It doesn't need to be three dimensional, but there's a lot of things that we do, which is more experiential, which could be, as you said, you know, looking at a new house, a new car, or maybe jewelry or just, 
trying to see which is the best hotel for your holidays. Do you want this one or do you want this one? From pictures, sometimes you don't really know what you're getting. But if you have a, a way to see the view or visit the room and have a feel for the space, you know, this is something that you could do in five minutes and that would get you a, a much better sense of what that property is like. So I think a lot of the things that we do online right now are quite experiential. And that's the part where 3D makes sense. We're not saying that all the internet will be three-dimensional and that, you know, we'll be here on Squadcast in 3D because maybe we don't need that. But there are a lot of things that actually having that third dimension removed in the screen, because, you know, we are used to three dimensions around us in the physical world. And having that back into the internet, I think will help and just make things more natural and overall just create more value for consumers, as you said, because it would make things more tangible, more more logical sometimes. And I think people will be able to make better decisions. Yeah, yeah, well said. Um, what, what's some of the biggest challenges you've had? We've the NFT market's been a little bearish recently, and the you know the term metaverse. Yeah. Trying to be nice here, you know. I'm a big, I'm a big NFT guy and big blockchain guy, but uh, you know, it's it's been slightly bearish. And even like metaverse, you know, that that term has been thrown around a lot. And I I love the term, like I said earlier in the call, like virtual world or 3D internet. But how do you see like what are some of the biggest challenges like onboarding new users? Biggest challenges is is that it's still new, right? And when you talk about the 3D internet to people. Um, most people don't really know why they need it um, until you start showing them, you know, use cases and, and experiences. But even then it's like, okay, but who has done it? Has this, you know, has this yield any kind of result, especially when you're selling to urban, you know, developers, real estate companies, like their cycles are quite long. So they're looking for someone that has done it. Have they been able to sell more units or did this attract more tourists over a two, two three year period? And in a lot of cases, that data just isn't available because we're just at the very, very beginning. So I think that's just the inherent you know, difficulties of, of building something new, especially when the general climate, like right now, we are in a little bit of a downturn. Generally, companies are taking less risks. So it just makes it, it, just makes it a, a little more challenging for sure. Um, and you know, it's, um, we've, we've definitely leveraged uh, the bull uh, curve when uh, specifically when facebook rebranded into meta again we knew this was potentially a you know a gimmick but it's still one of the biggest company in the world and we did leverage that to build on the back of that and establish land vault as you know the largest metaverse company and so on so we we leveraged uh, the up and now we are of course uh, subject to what's happening when the the market goes down but um you know, through that, we really stayed focused on fundamentals. And the fundamentals for me is real-time 3D is bringing a richer experience. The blockchain can be, bring a fairer experience. So we are building a richer and fairer internet. That is actually the vision that we have at Landvolt. And this is regardless of the price of Bitcoin. This is regardless of the price of land, of scams that are happening which obviously are terrible things, but we are really looking at the fundamentals and, you know, really constantly sense, sense checking, uh, are we doing this because the market's telling us that, or are we actually building something that we, we really believe in? And, um, and to me, you know, the, the opportunity to build a, a different internet, a fairer internet, richer internet, that just hasn't happened since the internet was created. 
there has been very little changes actually to the to the fabric of the internet. Lots of applications, lots of uh, obviously um, many more websites and many more things that you can do. But it's still the way that you browse it through a 2D browser that hasn't changed. That's never been challenged. So I think for the very first time, there is that opportunity to actually change the fabric of the internet, the language of the internet, and create a, a different window into that content by bringing a third dimension. So to me, that's, that's just a huge opportunity. It's just very, very exciting. And so that, you know, that makes up for all the, all the challenges that we're going through. Love it. Uh, I, I love it. Again, I'm a big fan. It's, uh, I don't know, everyone needs to check out the website. I'll make sure I put the links down below. But uh, the website just, I don't know, it looks cool. Like, you know, 3D internet just speaks to me. Whoever, well, whoever your marketing team is, whoever came up with that, I was reading about it and you're like naming it the 3D internet. I was like, Oh, yeah, like that kind of makes well, it makes sense. it a bit more clearer, right? <laughs> As you said, metaverse is, um, is, what is it, right? Metaverse. Some you ask people, they tell you, oh, it's VR. Some people think yeah. it's it's just Facebook. Some people don't know. Um, so we wanted to kind of get out of of that term that has been thrown around, and as you said, in in very different ways, and just describe something that people will understand. And if you say 3D internet, people can immediately think, okay, that makes sense. I have played games before. I understand what it is. And actually, it's more of an an evolution than this crazy thing like Ready Player One where most people do not actually want to live like that. But having parts of the internet that is three-dimensional so you can have a better experience, that seems a lot less overwhelming. So this is, um, it still requires a lot of technology to, to make it work. And that's really what we focused on. Yeah, I don't know. Me just personally trying to explain the metaverse to somebody who isn't blockchain native, like, you know, my father, for instance, I was explaining it to him. He's like, I don't get it. I was like, well, let me give you another example. And I'm giving examples. And he's like, I don't get it. He's like, what's this term meta, meta what? And I was like, so I don't, uh, I definitely, I'm going to, I'm going to pitch him on the 3d internet later today. And I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. Just, but let me know how it goes. If it's uh, faster, that's, that's the goal. That's if, if people know what it is, that's, uh, you know, 50% of the work. So I'm glad that it's, uh, I'm hopeful that it will work with him as well. I, I think it will. We'll see. We're a little thick out there, though. You know, we don't come from a strong God. <laughs> um, one of the last questions I have for you, just curious if there's any brands or individuals that you have worked with or you are working with. I know you're in Dubai right now. That's just utilizing Land Vault and just, you know, a little sneak peek of what's happening. Yeah. So last year, we worked with a lot of um, Fortune 500 brands in, in the US and in uh, in Europe. So uh, Standard Charter, L'Oreal, uh, Red Bull. We worked nice. with Mastercard and so on. And those really wanted to build generally marketing campaigns, leveraging at the time the metaverse. So those were shorter time, shorter term projects and launching something and you know creating the buzz about it. And this year has been working more with the local governments here. So different ministries from tourism to finance um, and uh, really trying to 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 focus on actual use cases that that those ministries have. And generally, it's about promoting it to the rest of the world and see how you can leverage three-dimensional experiences and gamification to create good engagement and, and uh, basically you know, use, use a new channel to, to promote these things. Just Not just a video or a social media post, but actually going a little bit deeper into engagement and, and create something that 
would be fun to play for exciting and also give you a positive positive vision of the of the of the client nice well yeah i love what you're building i think it's a really unique product it's you're extremely sharp looking into the company i um it, it just looks like you're really on the right path here and you know building in a bear as as we coin it you're definitely doing yep. it my friend <laughs> absolutely um, yeah well, I'll certainly put all the links down below for everyone to check it out. I want to make sure it's landvault.io, but I'm going to put some more of links down below the video for you for everyone to check it out. I highly recommend it, especially if you're interested in virtual worlds and the 3D internet metaverses. Um, it's just a really unique platform and just just a just a good site to check out. It's it looks like a lot of fun. Um, really got my brain waves going. So. Sam, really appreciate you joining us today. Um, I think everyone's Thanks for having me. It was great. Of course. Same here. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye.